All right, what is going on, L.A.? Appreciate you guys tuning in. We're going till 9 o'clock tonight. Alan Sliwa and Clinton Yates in the house. What's going on, Clinton? Happy Friday, kiddos. I'm very excited about this. We have a couple quick matters to get to. Okay. Travis Rogers is not just anywhere. Travis Rogers is at a baseball tournament for amateurs. Today is day one of D1 baseball. For those of you oh, who don't know excited. Travis Rogers, he is excited about for that. The Gauchos. Mm-hmm. We're texting back and forth. D1 baseball is important. Secondarily, this is the first time. Slew and I have ever done a show, That's just right, us Clinton. together. And I have to bring up one thing. I was on Mason and Ireland earlier, <laughs> okay. and they asked me, what are you doing tonight? I said, we're bringing out the Murphy beds. Me and Slew are doing a little radio. So for those of you hardcore P1 promo nerds, That's right. there used to be a promo for Sliwa After Dark where it said he had a Murphy bed, and you came on once when I was filling in, and mm-hmm. I asked you specifically if you had a Murphy bed. You said you do not. I, I, I wish I did. I, I wish I did. I, I wish I could say to you, Absolutely, I have a Murphy bed. I, that thing comes in, it comes out. You know, I, I could use it as a couch. I could use it as a bed. I'm sorry, Clint. I'm glad you I didn't lie because I would have known. Anyway, that's all. <laughs> Let's get to it. All right. So here's the thing. Uh, let me just get this out. Travis and I, we have done so many shows together. Right? We've done two total. Two total, <laughs> Clint. This would have been the third. And Travis already pulling the plug. Travis already like that's it. I, I've right. had enough of Sliwa. So I wouldn't be surprised or shocked. That by the time this show ends tonight, that you're like, okay, let, let me fill in for some of the others. I, I don't Stop know if it. I'm going on with Al. Stop it. I don't have better things to do. Travis <laughs> does. That's really what it comes down to. All right, so we got a lot, uh, obviously a lot going on tonight. We're, we're going to start the show off talking about Los Angeles Lakers basketball. Clint, here's the, here's the best thing about sports. The best thing about sports is the overreaction. No matter what happens in the world of sports, the overreaction that you get one way or the other. You know, doing the postgame show – Lakers beat the Minnesota Timberwolves without Anthony Davis. We're going back to back. Lakers right. <laughs> lose to the Brooklyn Nets without Anthony Davis. The sky is falling, and there's this kind of balance. But but that that's actually what makes it. That's what makes sports so great because you could have one subject, and you could have two people on such polar opposite sides. So I, I want to just get your opinion on this. Lakers lost last night. They lose to Brooklyn. Dennis Schroeder, a late scratch in that game. Of course, no AD, no Kevin Durant for the Brooklyn Nets. Big deal, or you don't take that much from it? couple things. I want to address the Lakers notion, Lakers fan point that you made, which is an interesting observation I've seen listening to you, mm-hmm. watching the broadcast, listening to our station. Lakers fans require a level of perfection that I'm not sure I've seen from a lot of other NBA fan bases, meaning you always got to get another guy. Or if the efficiency isn't maxed out, even if you win by 15, like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, yo, bro, they're the best team in the league I had, as far I, as I'm concerned. I had 38 trade offers for Bradley Bill yesterday in my feed. They were they were ready to go. Everybody. Like, <laughs> I get it. But, like, yo, Los Angeles, this team is excellent. Hmm. There are games they are going to lose, which brings me to my next point. And this is the thing. I said this on Around the Horn earlier today. Mm -hmm. Last night's loss was not about the Lakers to me. Okay. AD's out. Schroeder, as you mentioned, late scratch. Okay. Which is, is, by the way, let let me say this. The Schroeder part, that's not – that's significant for the Lakers. He put up 24 the game before. And if you all of a sudden – you don't have Anthony Davis. Dennis Schroeder's technically probably your second best player with AD out. And he's just – 
Coach did his pregame um, pregame hit, you know, the Zoom call that he does. Yeah. Everybody gets on. It was an hour and a half before the game. He was talking about how he's excited to see Dennis Schroeder guarding Kyrie Irving. Oh. I mean, it was literally right before the game, and it was like a uh, scratch. He's out, health and safety protocols. But, but keep going what you were saying. I did not know that. Okay, mm-hmm. so it was later than late. It mm-hmm. was game time. Okay, I was not familiar with that. So Schroeder is obviously vital. And there's an outside argument in many ways that he mm, might have been the best pickup of the offseason in the NBA. I'll defend that later. But my point is this, and this is what I said on the show today. From what I saw last night, and again, this is not an anti-Lakers take, but if you add up everything that wasn't there Mm -hmm. in addition to what was there and what happened, this is the first time I believed in my heart and in my professional opinion that the Brooklyn Nets could win the NBA Finals. Mm -hmm. There was a point in that game they were up by 20, Sliwa, and they had shot one less shot than the Lakers. Their efficiency was bananas. And Joe Harris, according to Hoyle, excellent shooter. He's got the trophy on the wall. Joe Harris is tremendous. Landry Shamit, former Clipper, former Clipper, Mm -hmm. is doing things For the Nets, their second unit is tremendous. And again, the Lakers were missing a lot. I get that. But the Nets showed me something, Sans KD, where I was like, yo, they might actually just be able to outscore everybody every game. So so here's the fair point that you could take from that. Yeah, Brooklyn's legit. I mean, and and, and if if you were on, when I was doing pregame with Michael yesterday, I was telling Michael, I'm like, Michael, I feel like any time a conversation starts about Brooklyn, you're either on one side where you're like, yeah, they're going to the finals, We'll see who they play, but people would assume it's going to be the Lakers. Or they're saying, yeah, there's just one basketball. They're not going to play any defense. They're not going to get there. And I felt like yesterday, which I'm I'm not putting too much stock into one game in February, which we'll get into that. Because really, the big news that came from yesterday is we actually got a timetable of how long AD is going to be out for. That's probably the most important news. But just staying on the Brooklyn side for, for a quick second. (laughs) They're going to be a problem. Uh, When KD comes back, okay, and... That team just kind of decides that we have to play for each other. The best thing that can happen for the NBA is those teams play as individuals. But I think there's enough. Michael Thompson said this in the pregame. So he said, he said look, look at the rest of the Eastern Conference. You got the Philadelphia 76ers. Tell me where the championship experience is from. There isn't any. There isn't well, any. There's, there's, there's Doc, but that's it. That part, you're 100% right. From a player perspective... Joel Embiid has not been in the finals, neither has Ben Simmons, none of these younger, you know, obviously some of these other players. Milwaukee, I don't even have to talk about. Milwaukee, we already know. They've got the number one seed the last couple of years. They've Do lost a little secret? Milwaukee's not that good. They've lost five games in a row. Got blown out yesterday against the Toronto yeah. Raptors at home. Um, Boston is playing 500 ball. So I, I just mention all that because let's not forget KD's trials and tribulations and championship experience. Let's not forget Kyrie arguably hit the biggest shot in NBA history or one of the biggest shots, so he's done it before as well. James Harden has been through unbelievable battles, and I'm not trying to put the Brooklyn Nets on this unbelievable pedestal, but I think you make a point when you say, I didn't really learn anything different about the Lakers yesterday, but I might have learned something different about the Brooklyn Nets. And I think your point about the East is tremendous because it's in flux. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. the Bucks just, I'm at the point where I have to make a more holistic view about Milwaukee. They just might not be that good. And, like, that's kind of okay, mm-hmm. I guess. You know, I mean, I know that Giannis 
might have stole a couple of trophies, you know what I'm saying, last year. My point is, though, is that I understand that they have excelled, but otherwise, it's not even about trusting the Bucks. It's about them proving something which has yet to happen. If they had played the Lakers in the finals, they would have gotten swept flatly. That's my opinion. And so the Bucks are one thing. The Sixers, you're exactly right. Um, Doc, has he made Ben Simmons a better player? Of course. You know what I'm saying? I think Ben Simmons, without even adding the three-point ball, which I think everybody thought he had to do to be better, he's just a better floor player now. Mm-hmm. He's a smarter player, and that's the result of Doc. Who else we got? By I the mean, way, you know, and God just... bless Doc Rivers, but I think he's, you know, technically, yes, he has a championship, of course, him with the Celtics. I think he's the only coach to give up three three-one series leads. Oh, yeah. I mean, Doc's up and down. But lastly, to just to round out the Eastern Conference, mm-hmm. in Boston – if you were not paying attention to the NBA, it was three days ago mm-hmm. that Daniel Ainge was asked by the media, do you think you have a championship team? His answer was no. <laughs> he straight up said, I don't think our roster can win a championship. So sorry, you're out of the running for me if you don't even believe in yourselves. And I'm not being like funny, but like... You know, sure. That's a you would factor. say, hey, you know, this is a work in progress. You know, we were <laughs> we're on our way, but there's a lot of work to do. I have faith in these guys. He's like, no, we're, we're exactly. Good. So if the Nets show up in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. down KD, and manage to play that good of a game, I've got to believe that their top side is something to pay attention to. Never mind the individual experience you just referenced. Alan. I, w- I want to play something from Kyrie Irving after the game yesterday. This is probably the most important thing. Um, and this is looking big picture. Here's Kyrie after the uh, the win against the Lakers yesterday. We'll see them down the line again, and we look forward to it with a whole entire healthy Lakers team. That's what we really wanted. Um, I know everybody wants that, and so I'm, I'm looking forward to the challenge and, and seeing them uh, down the line. This is when I'm going to judge the Lakers. I actually love what Kyrie said right there. Kyrie, I, do too. I don't think he put too much stock into yesterday's game, but this is what I'm looking forward to with the Lakers. They are in a point of the season, which, by the way, we're just in February, where they're kind of starting to face a little bit of adversity. This would normally be the All-Star break last week, just so we're clear on the body clock timeline. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're 22-8 and eight right now, so it's the second-best record in the NBA. Um, we're going to see how long Lakers can, can – and this is going to be actually one of the questions I'll ask Laker fans out there. Um, can the Lakers stay in that top three in the Western Conference in the next four weeks without Anthony Davis? And that's a legitimate question, and we'll, we'll get oh, we'll into get that. We'll get to that. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that, yeah. <laughs> but, but, but what Kyrie just mentioned right there about he can't wait to play the Lakers later. You know, I, 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 I say this, and I, I really do mean it. I don't know how they're going to figure out the schedule for the second half. Maybe it's already pretty much in play. I really hope that Lakers-Brooklyn game is down the road. Right, like closer mm. to the end of the season. Right, it's closer you, to the playoffs. You just want to see a healthy AD, a healthy KD, Dennis Schroeder in the lineup as well. That's how you should really gauge, um, you know, that matchup. But that's a matchup. Uh, that that's you know, I I would take this away when it's all said and done. Yesterday the Lakers lost. Can't hit a freaking three if their life depended on it. Brooklyn was plus thirty from the the three point line. On uh, fire. On fire. And yes, Lakers had some challenges. And I don't want to sound like I'm making excuses. But roll the ball out in May uh, before the playoffs, and that's probably a much better gauge of what both teams are. I totally agree, and I just want to give you a quick correction. Kyrie didn't say – he said he was looking forward to it. He didn't say he can't wait. When's the last time you heard Kyrie positively excited (laughs) about something, which is the last point I'll make before we get to break. They like each other, y'all. That's the scary part. Hmm. Everybody was concerned, like you said, there weren't going to be enough balls on the court, weren't going to be enough dollars in the bank account, weren't going to be enough props to go around. Oh, no. 
the Nets are gelling. That is a nightmare for the rest of the NBA. All right, let's do this. Um, Alan Slew with Clinton Yates here. Travis is on. Uh, Travis is basically on a hiatus here. He just decided through two shows. He's at a baseball tournament. We are not going to diss individuals that are watching their children play baseball. I refuse. Travis is at home chilling, hanging out. Um, okay, let, let's do this. When we come back, I'll ask Laker fans out there. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. What do you take from yesterday's loss? Is it a big deal, or do you think we're in February? Not too much to pay attention for. And the real story that came out of yesterday's game was Lakers head coach Frank Vogel saying Anthony Davis is going to be out for four weeks. We'll talk about that as well coming up next. Stay right here. Alan Sliwa and Clinton Yates, the Travis and Sliwa Show. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. I mean, there's a, there's a difference, Clinton, when somebody takes a night off and somebody says, I refuse to work with Alan. It's There's called a pulling difference. a mace. That's what it's called. <laughs> That's what I heard. That's the word on the street. Pulling a mace. Uh, That's what I heard. I right, love we, uh, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Clinton Yates, Alan Sliwa, 877-710-ESPN. Um, Lakers lose to the Brooklyn Nets. It, w- what do you take from last night's game? Do you think it's a big deal? Um, or are, are Lakers being exposed these last couple of games or you wouldn't pay attention to it? Um, okay, so let me let me give you my quick thoughts on this, Clint. Mm-hmm. You know – a lot of people are trying to make – I heard Stephen A. Smith talking about this earlier today. He said that his concern is Anthony Davis. His concern is – and he's trying to make a lot of comparisons to Kevin Durant when KD went out. I think the thing people really, really have to understand – and I'm not a doctor, so I'm not going to try and you know figure that portion out. People really got to understand this. We're in February, right? The playoffs are not starting until late May. I think the third week of May is when they start. Look at the schedule. Okay. If he's out for four weeks, which is actually the only thing I took from yesterday's game, is Coach Vogel actually coming out and saying AD is going to be out for four weeks. The only thing I take from yesterday's game was, okay, well, how long is Anthony Davis going to be out for? Can the Lakers kind of competitively stay in the mix in the Western Conference? Which, by the way, I probably wouldn't have been saying that a couple weeks ago. There's some teams on their heels. I mean, hold on. Let me ask you this quickly. Mm-hmm. The mix, I'm presuming you mean to believe as home court advantage in the playoffs is in top four. If they fall out of top three, kind of throw me off a little bit. But wow, I didn't, I didn't know. Well, they'd... I mean, because the mix. I mean, they're obviously not missing the playoffs. But what is the actual mix? Like, what's the top problem? Three. Is it, okay, top okay. three. Yeah, I, because I, I, you just assumed. When you look at the Western Conference, you say, okay, Lakers, Jazz are playing out of their mind, and you got the Los Angeles Clippers. That's assuming the Lakers are healthy, everybody's healthy, right? right. But, I'm, but I'm not worried about any of those teams. You, I, for me, I've said this a number of times, if the Lakers don't have home court, roll the freaking ball out and, and let, the, let the Lakers play. I, I, okay. I'll take my chances against any of those teams. But they could fall out. I mean, if, if you end up just hypothetically, you end up a number four, and you got Portland in the first round, or you got Phoenix in the first round. Then you got Utah in the second round. Then you got the Clippers in the Western Cup. That could happen. That's not yeah. out of the ordinary. Um, but the point I was going to go to is yesterday. 
I'm not concerned about yesterday's loss. I'm not. I, I don't take really too much from it. The one thing I just pay attention to is, is AD going to come back? When he comes back, is he going to be healthy? Stephen A. said that he's trying to make the comparison to KD. The difference is KD came back in Game 5 of the NBA Finals. Yeah. KD was trying to come back for a reason. Way higher stakes. AD doesn't have to come back until – I mean, AD can sit out four weeks and decide from there, I'm going to sit out another three weeks, and I don't think it matters. Alan, this is my feeling about this, and this is why every once in a while I point to the Lakers' front office as brilliant on a lot of levels. This is why you sign him. This is why. So you don't have to worry about sitting him. He's on the team. Mm-hmm. He'll be here. Mm-hmm. You guys have gotten married. You're not worried about anything down the line. Presumably, everybody understands everybody's best intentions. Sit him down. What? 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 There's nothing to worry about. You know, he's got to heal. You mentioned the KD thing. Of course, it's lower stakes if you're playing against the Timberwolves on a Wednesday. You know what I mean, or whatever. But at the same time, okay, he's locked up. In terms of the contract situation, he's which not was go- good for him as well, he even mentioned was, that was part of the reason why he wanted to lock up. Thank you. And what I'm saying is that in that situation, that's why you do it, mm-hmm. so you don't feel bad about sitting your superstar when they are dicey. Mm-hmm. Like there should be no complaints from Lakers fans, in my opinion, as long as AD is not playing, if he is healthy for the playoffs. I will literally go farther than you, Allen. I will write off the rest of the entire regular season, like within reason, if AD is back for the playoffs. He made the most important shot in the playoffs last season for the Lakers, Mm -hmm. arguably one of the top 10 best shots in the history of the playoffs for that franchise. Like, yo, bro, he's proven it, okay? Let him sit. He has to be 100% for this team to win the NBA Finals. It is not worth one singular regular season game, in my opinion. So that's why I I go back to this. Um I think the comparison that people try to make with Kevin Durant, and I'm just speaking from a timetable perspective, right? Right. Just from a timetable perspective, there's no real comparison. So if, no. if AD, and, and most Laker fans would say this, because I remember even, actually I hear this a lot with LeBron. I hear this with LBJ where they say, eh, just sit him for this next day. Let this guy rest. Now LeBron, this dude's a different animal, different beast. By the way, you know the last time LeBron won an MVP? Mm, the MVP trophy is so weird in the NBA, so I can't even remember. 2012, oh. 2013 was the last time he won. That's Do you know it's been that's, seven that's seasons? A, that's close to a decade, Just yeah. think about this, Glenn. It's been wow. seven seasons that people have decided the most valuable player in the NBA is somebody oh. other than LeBron James. This is a whole other Can discussion. you believe that for a second? The concept of value versus outstanding in the NBA, it changes every year. It's ridiculous. Do you know how tough that is for me to just like let <laughs> it For those sink of you in? who can't see, Allen is pointing, pointing both my, of his fingers at, at his temple <laughs> right now. Mind blown if you don't know. All right, we uh, we got a, uh, a full bank of phone calls here. So let's hear from uh, Laker fans, 877-710-ESPN. Um, let's start off with Alex in Brentwood. What's going on, Alex? Appreciate you calling in. Hey, how you guys doing, fellas? I was calling in regards to yesterday's game. So, you know, I watched the game, and I'll be honest, it is early in the season. I'm not really worried about, you know, that they lost. AD is, is, is the concern right now. We need him healthy for the playoffs. But what I think we do really need is even now with AD out, we do have a spot open. We really need to get a big man in there because – Mark Gasol is not what he used to be. Yes, he's playing good, but he's not going to be able to carry the load that AD was. So I think that's my concern is we need a big man definitely because we do need AD to sit out as long as he can 
to come back for the playoffs. I appreciate you calling in. Thanks, Alex. I'm not going to jump on anybody for that. Get but on. this is exactly what I'm get talking on him, about. Don't you, you hold don't back. You don't need another player. You need Marks to get better. That's what you need. <laughs> you need Trez to continue to be who he is. Okay? Maybe another guy's going to come up, but, like, Dwight Howard ain't walking through that door. JaVale McGee ain't walking through that door. You don't just have available bigs running around on the street in the NBA. This is the whole point. Sometimes you just got to figure it out. And the Lakers are good. Already, Trez has been tremendous, in my opinion, in terms of his play in the post, in terms of what he brings. However, you can't just say adding another human is going to make the roster better. You don't know that. Who you want? Tell me. So, Who do you want? So, Clint, I, I think, and I, I don't. I think there is a there's an angle to this. Laker fans are obviously accustomed to two seven footers last year after Anthony Davis. What a tremendous. Tremendous pairing that was, by the by. It, no, absolutely it was. And I, and I think, you know, at, at this stage, first of all, anybody that says Marcus Gasol's got to get better in the in place of Anthony Davis, just think about that comment for a quick second. Marcus Gasol is not going to be anything that can kind of hold court to Anthony Davis. That's just not going to happen. Marcus is Marcus Gasol. He's Marcus Gasol. Right. But the AD part of it, I, I will say, if, if Lakers do need a big or if they – get closer to the trade deadline or in the buyout market like they got Markeith last year, I think they'll figure it out. I don't think it's going to be a backup center that's going to be the difference of the Lakers winning a championship or not 10, 15 minutes a game. And if it is, I'm sure Palenka uh, handles it. Let me let me uh, take a couple more quick calls here. Perry in Riverside. What's going on, Perry? Hey, how you doing, gentlemen? Good, man. Thank you for calling in. What's going on? Hey, so just real quick, I wanted to tell you guys, I, I'm a diehard Laker fan, mm-hmm. okay, have been my whole life, but I can't disagree with what you guys are saying more. The, what I saw last night, Lakers should be very, very concerned. And I hear you saying, oh, let's wait to meet at full strength future in the regular season. That's, right what, Kyrie said. That's what Kyrie said, Perry. Well, let's say, let's say we do that and then they mm-hmm. go ahead and beat us again by 20. We cannot out-offense these guys. The only way we can beat them is on defense and we need to bolster our center and our wing defenders that's the only Keep, way okay, okay so let me ask you this let me ask you this stay on the line let me ask you this ad should have won defensive player of the year last year in my opinion him not out affects that like what is your specific concern outside of games the completely result? different right perry, now, perry, perry the game it. perry the game is completely different listen if ad's injured and he can't go lakers, lakers aren't winning a championship i mean there's just there's there's no kind of ifs ands or buts about he's it he's the best but, player on the team but, sorry y'all well best player in 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 the sense uh, you don't mean best player do you perry appreciate you calling in i i got to let me uh let me Clint's giving me a look here you don't mean best player Whatever that word, whatever you want that word to mean, it can mean what it is. But like you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying. Like like he is as important. He's the best two-way player in the league. Period. He's not. He's as important, if not more important, than any other player on that team for that team. Okay, I got a I got a comment on that. We come back. By the way, we appreciate you guys calling in. I know we got a ton of people that want to talk. I got a Costco story for you too, Clint. Listen. We talk Lakers Bro. all day long, but can I take a curveball real quick on Costco? I'll do that. You have <laughs> no idea how much I have to say about this. Are you a, Co- are you a Costco fan? Are you? Are you? Bro, I live next to a Costco. We are about to get it on. 
All right, uh, we'll talk more Lakers, and uh, I got to share my Costco store when we come back. 877-710-ESPN. Clinton Yates, Alan Sliwa, Travis and Sliwa Show. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win download espn bet today what a play must be 21 plus and present in select states gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER terms and conditions apply see app for details clinton the fact that i mentioned for a quick second that i had a costco story <laughs> and then you took what was the flyer show me the flyer again headline <laughs> neighborhood meeting costco wholesale fuel facility relocation Without giving away Bro, my location that, so you weirdos right don't show up at my door. How is that right Bro, next to you? That is so hilarious. Let me inform you, okay. this meeting is coming up, okay? Things are happening in the Costco in my hood. I don't like what's happening. For those of you who don't know me, I'm from the District of Columbia. I moved here a year ago. I used to cover city politics and all this stuff. I am very familiar with these urban is there some politics planning, going on right now? I, I don't care about the politics. Mm-hmm. I'm very familiar with this urban planning chicanery, okay? <laughs> and I saw this flyer, and I was like, oh, nah, we ain't having this. I called up my old high school homies who all got houses. I was like, we need to put together a presentation so that television's Clinton Yates can show up to this meeting and let these people know this ain't going to work. So I got a lot of thoughts about Costco. Okay, mainly so what's going to happen? What, I mean, can I you give know. us a little details? What, what They're don't trying you like to that's move happening? the gas station from one part of the parking lot to another. another part of the block, which does mm. not make any sense because it is a non-problem, the traffic flow. I don't know why this move is happening. Mm. That's the politics, Lewa. Okay. But there are plenty of other options, and I don't like how it looks. When's so the last old time- man Yates, who turns 40 in a month, is going to be out here at the daggone community meetings yelling at people. When's the last time you were at Costco? Three days ago. Okay. Do you notice what's going on with the whole sample situation? Okay, so I don't eat samples. At Costco. I know that's a big draw, but like I don't take free food from people I don't know. It's a basic policy that I have just in general because like, you know, I'm working too hard for that. There's a few things I'm passionate about. (laughs) One of the things that I I hold very dear to my heart is the sample situation at Costco. It's a must. Clinton, I'm cool that you guys cannot give out samples, right? They can't. It's COVID now. So everybody's got to adjust here. Why do you still have the samples out? And it says for display only. Oh, what are you doing? You can't. What's the? What I are you can't displaying? Turn a corner. I can't turn a corner, and all of a sudden there are <laughs> there are taquitos sitting there or something that you're trying to market to me. And then Not there's taquitos. a sign. Listen, with somebody, there's somebody standing Manning there. Manning the station. <laughs> yeah, as if like, hey, it's game on. We're back. And then out of nowhere, it just says for display only. <laughs> This is what we call a back pick in basketball, where you think something's happening, but then you run into a wall all of a sudden, and there's a lob over your head, bang, you get dunked on. And I'm making eye contact with the gal who would be handling the samples, like, what do you mean? Why are you guys here then? She goes, it's for for display only. Then I got to go walk this just shameless walk down the rest of the aisle thinking I had something that I don't have anymore. If I may say this, if there's any other space in your life where you should be pulling... I'm Alan Sliwa. 
I need something. Yeah, yeah, they can say, Costco the, free samples moving, are exactly where Sliwa's got to cash it. Do you know who I am? This came I'm out Alan of, Sliwa. I need these samples. That's where you should pull that. This came out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. That is messed up. Because for listen, for the longest time, there's no samples anymore, right? And and right. People, those those are those might never come back. Yeah, those to be those fair. days are probably over. But there are listeners out there. They know what I'm talking about. You go to oh, Costco. Yeah. There is, you know, you were hungry before. By the time you leave, you're good. All right, you're, you're good. good. You've had a snack at minimum. <laughs> I've had I've had 19 snacks, okay? I've had 19 <laughs> on my way to finishing up what I'm getting. 19 course snack meal. My girlfriend will say, "Hey, um can you go grab us uh, you know, grab some chicken or something along those lines, whatever it is, right?" And I come back and it's I have 49 uh, paper towel rolls, right? I have enough enough protein for the next 6 months. If oh, that's one- a good strategy though. Hold on. So she sends you to go browse and graze while she gets the actual food and then you meet her back at the line when it's time to pay no smart strategy no she's at home working and she's like hey um you mind if you go grab a couple things for us over at costco so i'll go do it but you know everything just changed i wanted to share that with you because okay no you know this like i said if people think i'm passionate about lakers basketball the passion i have for samples at costco eh, is kind of another level that's major and i'll tell you (laughs) that my main concern speaking of costco stuff i'm very with you on this i mean i'm not a sample guy but i understand how much of a part of the ecosystem it is mm-hmm. my main concern is this whatever construction happens if it messes up the flow to the pizza window mm. we have a problem mm. okay i don't need any interference between me trying to get from the parking lot to the pies okay the only thing that i care about at costco Costco's on a day-to-day basis costco has got it dag on pizzas i don't even like pizza that much but i like costco pizza yeah, costco if that gets blocked doing. off mm-hmm. bruh anarchy all right perfect, i can't have that perfect transition here from costco samples to eric in los angeles who's worried about ad's long-term durability <laughs> go ahead eric i agree like if i'm trying to get to my chicken bake bro right? I mean, this is look. This, this is, is going to derail the whole Eric, show. Eric, this is why I appreciate you calling in because we could have went right back to AD. This is kind of a smooth transition. Please continue. No, no, but seriously, AD, I'm not worried about this year. In fact, I agree with the Yanks. He got robbed for the Defensive Player of the Year award, mm-hmm. and I think that was a big deflating for him, which I think you know is the reason why he came out so flat this season. Mm-hmm. My worry is. Not just this year, his long-term durability. Like you know, we know when athletes are injury-prone from the beginning of their career, usually more times than not, they're injury-prone for the rest of their basketball lives. You know, every time a Laker fan sees this dude hit the floor, writhing in pain, hold your breath a little I'm bit. I'm going to be yep. holding my breath. Mm-hmm. You know, and so my, my my worry is throughout the duration of his career. Are we going to keep going through this where AD is on the injured list, man? Appreciate you calling in, Eric Eichelin. Quick thing about mm-hmm. that. Um, you already got a ring with him, so that's part of the, like, banked insurance. Like, all right, you know, Excellent okay. Excellent point. Excellent you know what I'm saying? Point. Like, you okay. Got one, you got one under your you belt. You got one. In year like, one. Don't. Uh, not don't, but like there's a there's there's an understanding that whining is kind of kind of not whack, but like yo, bro, you won one. Secondarily, Kevin Durant, in my opinion, mm-hmm. has changed sort of how we feel about Achilles injuries. Like he got a year and an off season and some extra time because of the bubble. But like, I'm sorry, KD looks pretty good. And- no, K- KD is, and that's why we're sitting here talking about the Nets is because wait, wait, KD's not in yet. KD's not there yet. But but I, I it's make what you're you saying. can make it back. Mm-hmm. And I think that if you already have a ring, and you've already seen what he can do, 
and he's signed, it's not worth a day-to-day worry to me. That Like Laker fans, relieve yourselves of that pressure. He's there. Making him play is just not the smart move, and it's not worth worrying about until the playoffs start. My but, Clint, what, what they're saying, too, is when they say long-term, like Eric's point was long-term durability, right? And, and I think, sure. I think yes. We can worry about next year and the year after, but here's the reality. Worry about today first. Just let, you know, <laughs> kind of let the days go. Actually, you know what? LeBron, I'll give you this Le- season. LeBron was, asked, LeBron was asked a great question about, I think this was yesterday in the postgame show. He said, somebody asked him, hey, do you think about the next four weeks without Anthony Davis? And he says, no, I think about today because I, mm. I can only worry about today. And I think, you know, it's easy for us to, to look at AD and say, okay, well, how long is he going to be out for? I'll just tell you this, and we haven't got into this, and I did want to hit on it. The NBA standings, if you look at the standings right now, Utah's 24-5. and five. They've won nine Ain't games in a row. Forever. 19 yeah. to 20, something along those lines. Lakers are 22-8. and eight. Clippers are 21-9. and nine. Portland 18-10. and 10. Phoenix 17-10. and 10. Lakers only got a two-game cushion on the fifth-place Phoenix Suns in the sense of the loss column. I wouldn't be surprised if Lakers – especially with Dennis Schroeder not in the lineup, with with uh, uh, head coach Frank Vogel did say today, there's no timetable. So he's still I don't want to speculate on that, but like, it's not an injury. It's probably COVID. Okay. Yeah. I, listen, it could be contact tracing. We just, right, we I don't get it. Any... I'm just saying that like his, mm-hmm. I don't want to say his body is not affected, but like there are no ligaments. There are no bones. It's health and so safety protocols. So, and okay. the only time they use that is when they're referencing to COVID. So that's fair. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to, it's going to obviously be something along those lines. So it's not it's not going to be out of the ordinary for the Lakers to – I wouldn't be shocked or surprised that by the time Anthony Davis comes back, Lakers could be a fourth or a fifth seed in the Western Conference. I don't think that's out of the ordinary. Do you? I mean, he's out for four weeks. I don't either. I thought it was interesting that you think the Suns at are going to stay that high, which is fine. But mm-hmm. what I'm saying is that, like, yo, and also, like, so what? The Lakers. Mm-hmm. Home court advantage is a real thing. And that's why I asked you, what does in the mix mean? There's a huge difference to me between fourth and fifth. I think there's a pride issue. I also think there's a natural basketball issue. You can't drop out of the top four in the West if you're the Lakers. Because to me, that means that whatever the, uh, I don't know, the mitigation for AD was probably didn't work as well as you think. And that is an issue when you're playing the same team every night in a series. It doesn't mean that you're a bad team. It just means that, like, if the regular season ends and you're in fifth, that's a tough drop. That means that your talent level has changed. And that's tougher. Even, to- even it, let's say worst case, let's say they drop to five. Okay. You play, you, you play you, all you got to do is win, win, win one road game against the number four. But who are you, you playing? You got Utah in the second at, round. Who are you playing it for? Right. And the, 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 the second round is the issue there. Are, that's are you, why you don't want to do that. Are you worried about. I still think Clippers are the second best team in the Western Conference. I still think it, I, I would I would be more concerned about the Clippers I than I am that. the Utah Jazz. I don't think that. I mean, but at the same time, I am okay. So here's how I'm going to say this: This is complicated. Let, let I, me let let me clean. Yeah. We're going to go to break here. Let me just do this. When we come back, eight seven 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 ten ESPN. Uh, I know Noah's waiting. Mike's waiting. Manuel, we'll get to your calls. And if you want to get on this, who's a who's a bigger challenge for the Lakers in a seven game set? The Jazz. Or the Clippers. We'll do Excellent that coming question. up next. Stay right here. Alan Sliwa and Clinton Yates. Travis and Sliwa Show. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI 
to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Clint, do you know, um, have you ever been on on air here at 710 and Manuel from Gardena calls in? No, I'm not familiar with his work. Okay, so only thing I know about Gardena is from the Beastie Boys song. Mm-hmm. So what you want? When Michael Diamond says, "I'm the illest mf'er from here to Gardena," that's all I know about Gardena. <laughs> when Manuel from Gardena calls in, you just kind of get out of the way and let Manuel go to work. Go ahead, that's Manuel. What's up. Go that's ahead, what's Manuel. Up. My man Clinton Yates just nailed it. The epic line from one <laughs> legendary Mike D, the Beastie Boy, who gave it up to our dude. Uh, I believe his keyboard is Mario, who also hails. Mario ran the boards. Yeah. Money Mark was on the keyboards. Get it right. <laughs> All right. Oh, my, my bad, my bad. I'm a Beastie Boys fan, though, too. Hey, speaking of uh, Beastie Boys and big time, man, my man Sleestack got to show number two, and then he's big time in his boy, man. Well, from Gardena, had me parked out there on hold the other night like uh, these uh, people parked out at Manuel, the Manuel, my, my apologies. My apologies, Manuel. My apologies. I'm just messing with you, Sliwa. <laughs> you know you're my dude. Hey, um, Laker fans, I, I don't think that there's any any need to be, uh, you know, tripping. All right? Here's the thing. we got to let this team gel. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Clinton Yates, there's a few buyouts that are in the mix. One, JaVale McGee, possibly – all right, which would be attainable. I would love if we could get uh, Andre Drummond, Willis, and Arnold's uh, little brother, but uh, I don't know if that's going to be attainable. So, uh, But here's the thing, man. We're the Lakers. I don't care if we're the number eight seed, my man. We will go back to back. Mark my word. There it is, Manuel and Gardena. Appreciate you calling in, Manuel. Clint. I like Manuel, but – He's right. And I asked the question, mm-hmm. who do you want? Manuel delivering, by the way. Problem Drummond Drummond Drummond's too expensive. I, I mean I, I just don't I'm worried about I'm worried about Drummond falling on the wrong team. And that's what I'm saying. Drummond's too expensive, but Drummond is exactly the guy. Drummond He's precisely the human mm-hmm. that would fix the I don't want to say non existent, but the lightweight back burner Laker problems, but, I, I mean, that's a lot of money to pay for that guy Drummond right now. fills a lot of contenders' needs. Imagine Drummond if he landed, I'll just, Brooklyn, Boston, uh, oh. Clippers. I'm, I'm telling you, he's a problem. I mean, that, that dude is... A motivated problem, If he too. falls with the wrong team, I remember when that story came out, the same day, it was Blake... Uh, Blake came out and Drummond. I'm like, Blake, I'm not as worried about Non-factor. But Andre Drummond, if he falls on the wrong team, that could be an issue. Let, let me squeeze in uh, a couple quick calls here. Mike in L.A., what's going on, Mike? Hey, what's up, guys? What up? Thanks for calling hey, in. To me, to me uh, no, I don't, I don't feel the Nets. I think fully healthy. The uh, Lakers have their way with them. In fact, uh, to me, I, like you guys mentioned, I think the Clippers are tougher matchup in the East. I'm, everybody's going to be dazzled with the flash of the Nets. But I think, to me, the the Sixers are going to come out. If if Embiid is playing like he is and he's healthy, I don't think there's any answer on that that, that uh, Nets team for him. And I just think they get dominated with the addition of running. Uh, I think Doc Rivers made the wise decision of running the offense to Embiid finally. And you've seen he's like an Akeem Olajuwon. If he can just stay healthy, they're unstoppable. Ben Simmons is playing his role. I think Tobias Harris is playing like an all-star. And then you add Seth Curry 
which is an outstanding shooter. That I think he's leading the league in three-point shooting. I think they would be the toughest matchup for the Lakers overall in, in the NBA Finals. So I think everybody's going to be dazzled with the Nets. But what are your thoughts on that? And I do think we need to look at getting Drummond because AD, unfortunately, his history is not – he can't stay healthy. And last year, you know, we had the fortunate of the unfortunate of the bubble, but they had five months off so he could stay healthy and heal. Do you guys think that Drummond would be a perfect fit just in case – ADs in themselves because we're going to need them to come out of the West this year to get back to the finals. Thanks for the time. Thanks for calling, Mike. Uh, yep. I, I want just to let me explain to Laker fans. It's not like you just grab Andre Drummond. Right. That's not that's the, that's not going to the store and picking up a loaf of bread or picking up a free sample from Costco. It's, it's not, not going easy. to Costco and grabbing a free sample for product display only when you have to walk, <laughs> trying to have an explanation of what's going on. But uh, it, it's not going to be as easy as just grabbing him. Um, let's do one more quick call and then. Uh, and I, I got to get into this All Star Game stuff. Yeah, we haven't even talked about that. Noah in L.A. Noah, go, uh, go, go ahead. Hey guys, uh, uh, first of all, I agree with the, the Drummond call. You, if if there's a way to get him, I trade every anybody who's not named AD or LeBron or maybe Schroeder to go and get that guy because you're you're right. If he falls on a different team, that's another contender. We're done. But we've got other huge problems. We are we turn the ball over way too much. We're a terrible free throw shooting team, and we can't shoot threes. Can't hit threes. We have our mm-hmm. our record is totally inflated. We've 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 beaten a bunch of scrubs, and if you look at our record against teams five hundred and above, we're we're really sad. And I'm I'm a huge Laker fan. I think it's awesome that we got a chip last year, but this year there's some stacked teams. The ones that were good last year have gotten better, and unfortunately. Those the guys that we lost last year are, are having an effect. And Mark Gasol, the guy should honestly he should just retire. He's done. He's an absolute liability when he is on the court. And they're just trying to figure out ways around him right now. And and if they don't do something, unfortunately, a hundred percent guarantee if they don't make a personnel move, we do not win this year. No, we I appreciate appreciate you calling in. Thank you for calling in. You see what I'm talking about, Clint? I, I, I this see is what you're talking about. This but what I respectfully disagree with not the description of the issues, but the analysis of the solution. These are not get new players problems. These are Bro, players just be healthy. Get currently into the get healthy. better problems. Get into, exactly. the, get into the playoffs and get healthy. Be you know healthy for the playoffs. Get healthy, perform better. Marcus All will be good for six tremendous fouls mm-hmm. per game in the playoffs. <laughs> tremendous fouls. Trust me on that. You know what I'm saying? This is not a situation where you got to ship in and ship out. The dudes on the roster have to get better. That's how the Lakers improve, not by changing a bunch of people on the team. You a fan of this All-Star game coming up on March 7th? Oh, no. Yeah. Not at all. I don't think it should be happening. I don't like the way it's happening. I don't like the way Adam Silver is kind of insulting our intelligence. I said this on Around the Horn today. NBA, it's kind of the a NBA weird does one. not have the NBA does not have jurisdiction over Atlanta, nor vice versa. Mm-hmm. So when the mayor of Atlanta comes out and says, "Please don't come here," she's not telling the NBA anything. She's telling the rest of America because the constituents in sure. Fulton County are already partying. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I got plenty of people that live in ATL and work in ATL. I hit them up. I'm like, "What's the deal?" They're like, "Yo, dog, we ain't never closed." Mm-hmm. Hey, what you think? Ain't gonna be no parties? You crazy? Go on Twitter right now. Type in your Twitter search, NBA All-Star Atlanta Parties. You will find multiple flyers because that's how business is working on the ground. And I realize this is kind of a side discussion, but my point is this. For the NBA to kind of parachute in and act as if they're just showing up to like their own side bubble, they're not. 
You know what I mean? And that's the risk. So the of the night situation, they're doing what they can. There was no scenario in which they weren't going to play this game. Excuse me, unless the players just walked off. But so they're doing what they can. But let's not front on where they're doing it and why. So the th- this has been, and, and I know this has been a discussion now. I, f- I feel like this has dragged on for like three weeks, right? Yeah. First, the the idea was they might play, they might have an All Star game. LeBron gets asked about it. We heard De'Aaron Fox, Giannis, uh, Kawhi. A lot of these players were like, "Yeah, we'd rather not play in this." By the way, you already told us not to. Uh, you already basically explained to us um, that we wouldn't have an all-star game, and this is our opportunity to get rest. Th- this one kind of, you know, for LBJ, I just look at this from a Lakers perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is obviously incredibly inconvenient for LBJ, incredibly inconvenient for the Lakers. But let me play this real quick because Adam Silver was on the jump. He was on with um, with Rachel Nichols, and he was basically trying to justify why the NBA is having an all-star game. I don't think it'll be that difficult because, and, and it's amazing what the NFL pulled off finishing their season and of course, um, grounding a champion and in, in, in Tampa with the Super Bowl. but they had fans. Um, we are not, our event will not be open to the public. We'll have a small number of fans representing HBCUs, which is was part of our announcement, historically black colleges and universities. It was actually Chris Paul's idea to sort of center on those schools and focus attention and resource on that school plus um, COVID equity issues in the country. But so there'll be, you know, roughly a thousand people representing those institutions, but there will not be tickets open to the public. And I actually agree with the mayor of Atlanta. Um, We don't want people to gather for events around this all-star. There will be absolutely no social functions in Atlanta, um, no ticketed events, no parties. It, It is a made for television event at this point and it's largely in Atlanta because that's where Turner Sports is located who host this event. And, and of course, we have the Hawks and a state-of-the-art arena in, in State Farm. But that's why we're there. And so we agree with the mayor. Clint, it doesn't, doesn't sound like you're buying what Adam Silver said. And by the way, and I know you feel the same way. I, mean, I Actually, I don't know. But I love Adam Silver. I think he's been fantastic. I think a lot of the moves that he's made around the NBA, he's done his best. I feel like a lot of sports have followed him. You could give me your thoughts on what he just said, but it doesn't look like you're exactly – doesn't look like you're buying what he's selling. I, and I don't is, even know if he's buying it. I just, Right. I think this is lazy. You know what I mean? I think this is lazy. Like, yo, okay, great. You're bringing in a bunch of HBCU representatives. You could do that anyway. Sure. You don't have to throw a bunch of people at risk in for a useless all-star game. It's good for you PR. Know? It's good for PR. I'm but saying like, like that's why they're, that they're throwing that portion in, in my opinion. Which is why it's relations. lazy. And here's the other part. Here's the mm-hmm. last thing I'll say about it. You're not comparing yourselves to other leagues anymore. You're comparing yourselves to any organization in America hmm. that puts on big events. This is not just about comparing yourself to the NFL. That's short-sighted. I, I, I don't get why that's the standard here. The NFL is, I mean, what? You know what I'm saying? You're doing something in Atlanta with every single important person in your league. Atlanta is wide open. Mm-hmm. That's risky. Mm-hmm. Okay? We know that. You don't have to lie. You can just say, this is something we want to do because we think it's important. Don't try to tell me it's safe. That doesn't make sense. That's actually that's a better way to put it. At the end of the day, and I, we were talking a little bit earlier, kind of prepping for some different topics. I mentioned yeah. to you, at the end of the day, money is what's going to drive this thing. There's an opportunity to make revenue, and that's what's going to win. When, when, the, when it was up to December 18th or December... What they start? December 22nd starting the season or yeah, January 18th? Yeah. Which one won? December 22nd. Or, Mo money. Exactly. Mo money. Mo that, money. That, 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 that's what it comes down to. And I do feel like there's kind of some dancing around that. Okay, and we come back. So Dave Roberts, 
was on the Baseball Tonight podcast with Buster Olney. I thought he had some interesting things to say about what probably is the best two teams in Major League Baseball, and they're separated by two hours. Plus, um, you got uh, you got Dr. Anthony Fauci was on as well with Buster Olney, and we we could have we could have some fans back in uh, back in some of these uh, stadiums here potentially sooner than we think, so we'll uh, we'll take a listen to that as well. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Alan Sliwa, Clinton Yates, Travis and Sliwa Show.